um, well, mostly a refresher on the proposed kind of new team structure and the um, and the strategy. Um, uh, we talked about that a bit at the last town hall, but now that it's all written up, we'll just kind of do a refresher on that. Um, really happy to take questions. If people have questions ahead of time, they can drop them in the channel just above this called town hall questions. Um, and then um, we'll probably spend a good amount of time just talking more about like the team, uh, since this is kind of all about the, the, the upshot of this is the team that, that works on this. Um, the contributors that work on this. And um, a lot of that also includes um, DAO contributions. So there's some sections in the strategy talking about how everybody can can pitch in and kind of how we're looking to move towards more decentralized contributions. Um, and then uh, Caleb is also here from Variant, uh, here to answer any questions about the OTC deal with Variant. Um, and just, it's always fun to hear Caleb talk about uh, their view on, on Botto and um, why they're interested. So um, I don't know, Caleb, I don't know if you have to take off at a certain time. Uh, it seems like we could probably kind of slot you in at any point. Happy to have you here for the for the conversation as well. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I see some people popping in and out. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's one of our chonkier uh, proposals it's a lot it's it's you know it the the change is in the team structure is like you know essentially just kind of laying down a new framework for for how we're able to function in working groups and move towards more decentralized contributions but effectively a lot of the operations just it's making it so the operations can continue but working with that new framework so that we can evolve over time um so it's a lot of like framing um but the changes are are functionally pretty simple uh, to start out and then a lot of it is more rallying around strategy and uh, making sure we're we're working with kind of with a clear mandate and, and alignment and um uh yeah and all of this stuff is going to evolve as we go um so yeah i'm not i'm not too sure whether much more needs to be said simon you, you summed up the whole bip in like 20 <laughs> words maybe maybe we should have just written that um, <laughs> uh yeah. i'm just rambling here man let's, let's give, give us give us give us some, give us some structure give us some uh some structure give us the bullet points well i mean if you give me a sec like I think the first, I think the first major major point is, you know, it's about that continuation and operations. Um, I, I think I wrote somewhere when writing the BIP that, you know, like this is not just a cosmetic shift, and and I think experientially over the past few weeks, as we as we try try to kind of like migrate everybody into one environment within the DAO like uh, working on a Slack and having a unified Notion because there used to be a community DAO Notion and then a, a, a core team Notion. You know, all these little smaller habitual things are, are, are changing from within the team and uh, into, you know, really taking core contributorship with, with full stride. And one of the first bullet points from, from you know, BIP43 is core team merges with a core contributors program. So... That merge certainly, you know, is felt, and I think it's important, um, you know, to 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 have not that. Um, and then a budget is allocated to the core contributors program, and then uh, basically we reevaluated the framework in which you know we've. 
been currently working and and we decided well working groups would probably suit us best for the time being right as as new roles become emergent uh from within the dao we were able to identify five different working groups um which we then uh you know put into fig jam and kind of delineated who does what um so that everybody can see and then finally you know the the additional mention i think the final bullet point in the summary is 11 yellow supports the dao as a vendor which is you know really more of the same uh the exception is that is that large chunky rebate um that's attached to you know all general and administrative cost professional services etc uh which we can get into uh, at a later point but that's pretty much the very very short tldr version of of bip 43a i think what's vastly more important is really the rationale behind it and uh, there's a forum discussion on on discord at the moment about this bip and you know sync had a lot of um questions a couple of concerns as well and totally understand where they're coming from uh, I, I we have we have addressed a lot of them i'm not sure if if we want to get into that too much today simon um but i do think it's important for anybody who who feels you know um, involved in this governance process for the DAO, um, they should hop in and 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 read through it, chime in with their thoughts, and, and so that we can address any concerns and and essentially yeah. move forward as a DAO. I mean, right. essentially, like definitely read through that stuff. Uh, if people have more questions, like we welcome them. This is also a great opportunity to ask those questions. Um, I think kind of the big the big thing for today is, is really to look at the team and understanding um, what goes into um, Building Bado, making Bado work. Um, it is a you know, particular kind of artist uh, that requires a lot of support um, in terms of building, maintaining it, building it, uh, but also evolving it. You know, there's a lot uh, for Bado to go and do, um, and and it is indeed a, a team effort. And um, Juby can give some of the some of the background on on kind of what it's taken to to get Bado to this stage. Um, and then you know we can look more at the team and kind of different roles in those working groups and relate those back to how they how they deliver on on the strategy. Yeah, I mean, so one thing I realized as as we were making the fig jam to show you know old structure versus new structure is just how many people have worked on Bodo, right? Since its inception, um, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating here when I say that there were at least 40 people working at Bodo at some stage. It was that crazy, and obviously, teams, the you know, players within the founding teams have have chopped and changed. Um, but this has been a very, very sizable, powerful endeavor over the past two years to get Bodo to where it is today. Um, I think on the fig jam, you know, I, I mentioned some some notable names. Um, truth be told, I kind of got to the point where I was like, it's not worth dropping everybody and then like <laughs> in this massive fig jam um, because there would just be too many people and it'd be it'd end up being kind of confusing. Um, but it has been, you know, a very large concerted effort to get Bodo to where it is today. Um, moving forward, you know, I I do think we are significantly leaner. Doesn't mean that you know people from from some of the founding teams aren't going to come in and, and contribute. Of course they are, whether they're compensated or not, 
no, like everything else has been, you know, in terms of all the compensation that's all been disclosed in that forecasting sheet. But they are there, and they're all there to help us. And we're all still working to that, towards that one common goal, that mission of, of you know, making Botto an immortal, uh, immortal artist that that continues to create art autonomously, right? So, um, I think that's a very important thing to note i'm not sure simon whether you wanted me to go through each individual player on 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 like that's been listed for the core contributors program i'm more than happy to um i think most of the dao are familiar with with many other faces maybe less so with the product team yeah i mean i i think can talk to um what the working groups are up to and you know we can start to see pretty quickly how people fill into those um, and again, if people have have specific questions, happy happy to fill that in. But I think you know, good chance to introduce the team and what they do, and and um, and framing it within within these these working groups. And these working groups are, I mean, they're not exactly aligned with the different strategic pillars, but pretty close, right? Um, you know, art and sales is kind of obviously cultural catalysts, and um, there's a lot of stuff around community. There's a lot of things that go into community and participation. Communications is really a big piece of that. It's really making sure everybody has the information they need to make an informed contribution and stay up to speed. Um, we've talked a lot about like segmenting out um, the artist website, the um, the DAP itself, and then DAO governance, and including and in, within the Discord, really kind of trying to separate the DAO, kind of some of the heavier governance discussions from the art discussions, which has its own governance component to it. Um, but it's kind of like the, the the base level of a lot of what people are here to do, um, and trying to make it easier to say, hey, if you're just here for that, you know, e easy to find that information, not getting, not having to kind of wade through some of these longer discussions about treasury management or, or liquidity mining and things like that. So, um, and then of course, like uh, decentralization, that that pillar is is I would say kind of cross-functional. You could say, um, you know, we're looking at how to do that across all of our operations. But treasury certainly is a big piece of that. Operations is a big piece of that. Um, product, of course, is 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 um, the app itself and how people are able to interact with Botto. So, um, yeah, Chuby, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you speak a bit more detail well, I mean, into that. To, to be honest with you, I kind of wanted you to introduce the art and sales working group because I know sure. now the amount of bips and, and stuff that you're, you're knee deep in at the moment. Um, maybe I can preface it by saying, right, you know, uh, shifting towards a, a setting up a framework that enables us to have a kind of a foundation for it, you know, moving towards a more decentralized structure. Mm -hmm. is important and i think uh the other thing that i wanted to mention was that our objective as a core contributors program over the next 6 12 24 months is to minimize the amount of what i like to call frankenstein roles within core contributorship um, i think simon is a fantastic example because simon tries to actually touch everything with that that you know everything bother related everything that we're working on um, you know, Simon is there and Simon is helping out, but at the same time, you know, Simon has certain specializations, be that communications or, or if you want to call it colloquially, biz dev, right? Um, that if the DAO were to lean into that really more so on a, on a full-time basis, right, you know, Botto will thrive more and more. Um, so that's important, and, and we do recognize that, um, I would say, myself included um but yeah like mm -hmm. uh, i think it's important to communicate and and setting having specificity in roles within 
working groups is something that we are shifting towards. And then you see, you know, people people are able to thrive in their specializations, which is really, really important for Bodo at this stage. Yeah, um, I, I can just kind of add on to that and then I can jump into the, the art uh, art and sales part. And, you know, um, you know, as you're saying, like making roles a bit more narrow and, and easily defined makes it easier to um, swap out, rotate people in, or even fully decentralize contributions to that. Um, if you have people with the kind of these these uh, Frankenstein kind of mix and abstract roles, it's very hard to find replacements for that. Um, and there's kind of this a lot of dependency and, and, and centralization of information and, and you know, uh, an individual or something. And so um, long-term really trying to um, segment work is going to really help with, with that. Um, and also just helps with transparency, reporting, accountability, and, and everything. Um, and, uh, and, and I think one other thing I wanted to say in terms of like team structure and how, to, how at least I'm looking at this is, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to build. Um, there's a lot to evolve with Botto, um, and there's just a lot of infrastructure to set up such that we can decentralize. And that's professionalizing operations, documenting how we work, um, as we were just saying, with kind of better segmenting roles, such that we can then look into how do we decentralize. So there's knowing what we're decentralizing, and there's also culture in there, understanding what our core values are, how we operate, and what we don't do, um, all of that stuff. And then having that, there's a the question of how we decentralize. And there's different ways to do it and go about it such that there's sufficient decentralization, but it's designed in a way that it's an efficient use of capital and also at added value from collective intelligence. Um, so, you know, I think kind of roughly speaking, you might see like this increase in costs to build that out, but moving towards this future where you're having this really efficient use of capital. And ultimately, I mean, I don't know if the nominal amount will be lower, but kind of the, the return on, on, on cost will, will, will be much better um, in terms of kind of direct outcomes. Um, so that's kind of upfront um, investment to build that out. So you know, and, and can't say exactly what that path is going to look like. You know, there, there's no playbook here. There's no manual here to follow. Um, so it's really that kind of iterative work um, to learn as we go. Uh, and it starts with just that documentation process and, and, and making it clear. So, um, and, and I think the last thing I'll say on that is, is, you know, it's, while it's really important, I think that it's easy to get bogged down in, um, in, in making all of that happen at once, especially if you don't know exactly what it should look like. There's, um, we got to balance out um, making progress there, um, but also being opportunistic um, and not overemphasizing it such that we lose sight of the, the core mission and, and core drive of, of evolving Bado. Um, and it's part of the core mission, but it's just, uh, it's, this, it's this balance. Um, of kind of, of progressive decentralization um, and balancing the costs of doing that. Um, so on the art and sales side, um, starting from this conversation we actually were having with, uh, with Pepe and, and, and just, we were, we were talking about how, you know, um, uh, you look at the top crypto artists and, and we're in a very, I mean, crypto overall is a very cyclical 
market. And you look at the top crypto artists and they made huge portions of their entire earnings within a few weeks, if not a single day. Um, and, you know, that it speaks to being in a cyclical market. And, you know, they they really built up their cultural footprint leading up to those points. Uh, you know, Beeple wasn't selling NFTs for a decade of doing everydays um, and sold a lot of them in one shot. And there's different paths to get there. But I think, you know, roughly understanding that that cyclical nature is really important. Um, and and it also makes sense to us, even before knowing that, that um, cultural impact is, is, is really the, the top goal here of a successful artist. Um, and financial success follows from that. Um, and looking at the cyclical nature of it, I think that it just adds emphasis to needing to prioritize that cultural impact or what we were calling these Kind of moments of cultural catalysts that add um, new new fans, new evangelists, new collectors to Bado, um, and emphasizing that over financial wins in the short term. Um, it's not that we don't want financial wins, but I think you know if if we were putting revenue first, um, you start making decisions that I think would bur- potentially burn the artist brand for chasing revenue that might just not be there in this market. Um, and we're very confident in what Botto has already done and building on top of that to be able to expand its cultural footprint such that when bull market returns, um, Botto is really at the head and really kind of the go-to artist. Um, and, and you know, of course, all along the way, making new meaning and new, new impact with with Botto's works um, and really kind of helping Botto evolve as an artist. So, um, that's really kind of the preface there. Um, a couple components of that is uh, one evolving Bado. Um, generative AI moves really fast, um, and there's a lot to work with in terms of evolving Bado. And so, you know, top, really high on the list there is, of course, Mario's work. Um, and we're going to be putting in new proposals that that will um, that will be putting forward experiments for Bado to learn new mediums. Um, and Mara is a big part of that, uh, or Quasimondo as he's listed on, on the team, it's his artist name. Um, there's, uh, and, and we'll be, I think, working with some other artists as well to bring into that process. So we'll, we'll be seeing some more folks come in there. Um, the other part is say like, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, of, of exhibition opportunities. Bado's a really hot item. Um, and making the most of those is, is quite challenging work. You know, going from it's one thing to do stuff online, um, you know, relatively inexpensive, um, but then going offline, physical exhibitions um, where like foot traffic is like way less just because of the physical limitations. Um, how do you make those those in-person exhibits? really impactful because that's one of the benefits of, of being there. You can do these kind of multimedia, multimodal experiences. Um, uh, that are really impact, impactful for people that are there, as well as creating um, more um, more of a splash beyond just the physical exhibit through um, through media. So um, that's where we're also looking to to really invest is is making the most of these exhibitions that can really provide kind of a visceral experience of Bado. Um, and that, com- that so that's like really uh, developing exhibitions and then doing a lot more press around those exhibitions. Um, so that's work with Julia and we're, we're talking with another person as well about uh, coming on board to really um, uh, expand on, on that development. Um, 
and there's yeah there's just there's a ton of potential there uh, there there is a challenge as well of like these exhibitions wanting um something to sell right that's a lot of how these exhibitions are funded um i think there's a couple of options with with grants for one that can really push the educational side of what Bado can do in terms of presenting how these machines work this new type of creativity um but i do also think that there are um, there's room for Bado to to experiment outside of these kind of core weekly one of ones, and and I'm going to be putting out a couple of proposals, uh, I'd say in the next week, um, that that explore that, and um, and I think that there's there's a lot of room for that between Bado, between Bado Dow, um, doing things that that can have like a little something to sell, but really allow for room to experiment, um, and then uh, you'll see uh, Ben's name, who's been doing great work collector relations, uh, Quimp as well has been bringing in really incredible, uh, partnerships. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take a breath there. I could, I could just spend a ton of time on, um, on this, this one thing. It, it really is kind of the, the spearhead of, of how Botto is, is, is being successful. Um, any, anything, anything that you'd, you'd want me to go into a little bit more, Juby? I think, I think, so you know you're much more embedded in in the the comms and content process that that you know the, that Gregory and, and Carter have have set up with the help of uh, or yourself and Vero. Um, it might be interesting for you to like bridge the gap between art and sales as a working group and communications because I do think that they yeah. are very very closely related. Um, and comms in general is kind of a, a a, a process or a working group that's embedded across the entirety of of Botto, totally right? yeah so, that that was that was that was the tr challenge of me looking at the working group of art and sales but communications is is a huge part of it and it, and it is in that pillar in the strategic document of like um you know Botto is really complex there's a lot of layers to it and so kind of on the visual side you want a direct experience of just on its face it's powerful um but we also want you know, a lot of depth for people to be able to dive into and really come to understand and explore those layers. And that's, you know, whether through the participation in, in Bado itself and the DAO, as well as just in terms of experiencing the art. Um, there's a lot of really powerful themes that that can be difficult to see on its face. So we want to make it more visible on its face, but through that storytelling, through that editorial, um, we can add that depth. And, and I think there's, there's this other aspect in, in art and sales where there's evangelizing kind of a public and a crowd where people really under, there's this kind of broadened awareness, but there's also this kind of, there, there are these, um, I, you know, I'd say in, in traditional art world, you hear a lot about gatekeepers, but there is this kind of important aspect of, of word of mouth of people who, you, well, again, for lack of a better term, influencers, um, people who, who are maybe academics or critics or, or big time collectors who do really engage at a deep level with the art. And maybe not everybody, maybe most people wouldn't go fully in depth, but these people who really appreciate that depth and really are kind of these, become these authorities, they build an authority on, on, on these subjects, um, can, can go and say, you know, Botto is a really credible project. They're, they're no bullshit AI. They really like bootstrap this, this machine agency, this machine creativity. Um, and it's a super important project to look at. And it's going to be able to engage with other people who are working, say, at like really high levels with AI development. Um, and I hope, you know, really change how people see governance of AI systems and what's possible. And I think if we're able to achieve that, 
that's huge. And, and that really comes from being able to provide that material for, you know, it's not a huge fraction of the audience that will do that, but a very influential portion of the audience. Um, and I think just kind of a couple of things to throw in here, like, you know, we have this strategy, but, but one of the things we did when writing this was wanting to like really make clear, like this is, there's there's stuff for everybody to do and and it goes beyond just this list but um you know everybody being vocal about their own interpretations and experience with Bado, um participating in 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 the discussion of whether these new experiments you know should we even do them if we do them how should they fit within the Bado ecosystem um there's some really amazing discussions to be had and and participating that is is uh is is a really core part of really the art that we're doing here um uh, and of course, you know, advocating for for partnerships, finding um, where there might be some relevant grants or or, or institutions to work with. You know, I, I think that we have an incredible collective intelligence here to source um, opportunities. So, um, and and uh, you know, as much as we're um, kind of playing the uh, what's the word um, uh, the the triage for a lot of these projects. Um, having more bottoms up work is always is always 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 um, something we should we should be striving for and, and we could talk about that a little bit more in the other pillar of kind of building participation um, but uh, in general um, there's a lot uh, of kind of collective work to, to do around this um, yeah I, I, I can I guess I can consider Combs is, is, is covered by you then Right. I mean, comms is, is, is writing up kind of working with the narrative, synthesizing what the DAO is talking about, um, commissioning essays. Uh, um, there's a lot. I, I also see, you know, comms is really kind of this. Uh, it, it really does a lot in the art, um, but it also bridges with the participation and, and, and the participation feeds the art. So it's kind of this natural bridge. Um, that, that covers those and, you know, but there's a lot of work to keep everybody informed, to help segment information, um, to again, make available um, um, the, the knowledge of, of how and where to contribute. So um, yeah, yeah I, I think it's, it's kind of a good bridge and segue into, into participation of, 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 uh, of how people can, um, can find ways to, to, to contribute. And I, I mean, I, I could also like frame that too, and then I'll let you get into some of the, the platform stuff. Um, because I, I, I am very excited about the part of participation, which is making Botto a more immersive experience, like the, the actual contributions to Botto. Um, you know, I, I think that right now you come in, you vote, it's pretty hard to see what happens with that vote. Um, if you're in the discord and, and I think everybody who's here is, is pretty engaged. And so, um, people here are pretty well able to follow along, but it does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of presence in the Discord to follow what's going on. Um, and we want to make as much available and accessible within the app. Um, and, and I think one kind of guiding idea is, um, at least this is how I'm framing it for myself, is you, you should be able to come into the app and be able to see inside of Bado. How is Bado doing? What is Bado up to? What are the impacts of, of our work? How, are, how is it taking on this collective contribution? Um, so a lot of it is kind of making data accessible and then also human readable. Um, you know, if we're just throwing databases at people, they kind of is a, a small fraction of folks that, that will actually engage with that. But really making it... Um, able to see what's going on and, and able to see what your impact is, um, is, is I think a really big piece. And, and um, 
and I think there's, and Chubi can speak more to that in terms of uh, platform, but I think another part is, is um, this theme of, of making um, participation fun and rewarding. Um, you know, there's, there's, as we all know, we went to active rewards that just vote kind of your proportional VP spend. Um, I think there's a really great experiment with, um, with uh, the, the curation competition that was rewarding. And I think is, has this kind of um, indirect, but not so indirect um, uh, uh, influence on early curation because it's run in the first 48 hours. Um, and I think there's a lot more we could do there in terms of um, kind of driving behaviors, driving engagement, facilitating these kind of fun um, and multiplayer experiences that also have a reward. So um, there's there's a lot to be done there. But all of that, I think the importance of focusing on that is that engagement really feeds the art of Bado. Um, and I would say that we're we're in general we're focusing on um, making the experience more sticky as opposed to focusing on driving people to the platform. I think it's still important to drive people to the platform, but I think the, the, the cultural catalyst will effectively do a lot of that work for us. We'll be opportunistic on, on things, but um, we want to make sure, pe sure people are arriving to an experience that they want to stick around for. We have and one of my favorite stats is like the monthly active users average ages a year. Um, and I think we, and, and that even is like, participation goes up and down, which tells us that people keep coming back. It's not like they try it once and then never come back. There's a lot of people who come back. Um, so there is something there, um, but we want to want to give more reasons to stay um, and, and really find that enriching experience um, while keeping things accessible and not coming in and being like, oh my God, this is too much to read. Uh, I'm out. So, um, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll pass it to you, Chuby. I, I think you have some really great oh, exciting think, stuff uh, on what you're working on. I mean, on. I, think, I think you summed it up pretty well, actually. Um, you know, to get into specificities, a good example is what does voting look like currently, right? It's a paired voting system. You're voting left, right. Some, or many of us actually suffer cognitive dissonance. And I think we touched upon this two town halls ago, ago when it was like, I see two, I see a pair of artworks. I'm not sure which one to vote on. They're equally as promising or equally as, as ugly, right? Um, so people either skip or they proceed to, or they proceed to just randomly clicking on one, or they don't show a lot of conviction in the amount of VP that they spend, etc. I think you know there's a lot of nested agency within the voting experience, but it is also very much constricted by that paired voting mechanism, which kind of you know is synonymous to 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 how you interact with Botto at the moment, and that's something that we really really want to expand on. Um, you know, maybe it's a case of, well, first off, you know, it's, uh, I think, you know, from a, a design perspective, it's about the presentation of the artworks, right? Um, paired voting requires a lot of screen space. And when you have artworks shifting in dimensions, I think Botto creates in 20 different aspect ratios at this point or something along, maybe it's 18, I need to double check. Um, maybe Simon, you remember you remember sorting through the NFT Paris uh, <laughs> artworks for the room. There were a lot of folders with a lot of different aspect ratios. My point is, this is difficult to accommodate on, on a you know in a design um, perspective. So shifting towards something that is maybe you know showing a single artwork is something that we're currently exploring, or finding a way to to offer both artworks within a confined width, right? Um, these might not seem like 
major changes, but fundamentally what it does, it changes your experience and, and how you how you how you engage or interact with Botto. Um, for people who are in the last town hall, we shared a sneaky preview of uh, one of the demo apps that we run at exhibitions um, that has like a Tinder-like swiping, um, just to kind of gauge people's reactions, see for ourselves what it was like. Um, our new front-end developer set that up over a weekend, and it was you know pleasantly enjoyable. Um, so these are the types of things we we are looking at. Um, Another thing we're 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 looking at is different modes of input, different ways of of um, you know feeding feeding uh, the learnings to Botto. For example, if you see an artwork, many of the times we see uh, a frame around the artwork, and this was a very very common issue with a lot of Botto's fragments. I would say six months ago in fragmentation and paradox. Um, what if you could tell Botto or, or provide feedback to Botto that hey. This frame is no good. Can you adjust this artwork, right? And then the question fast becomes: How is this accommodated, you know, into the round and into the weekly process as we move move further or closer to to a, a round mint? So these are all considerations we're we're we're, we're uh, currently assessing. Um, Botto is not going to be reskinned. It's basically going to be reimagined as far as you know the app is concerned and it also speaks volumes in terms of like the way we currently uh, like the 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 participant experience from the first touch points that you touch bottle for example you land on the website you know is this truly an artist site is this a protocol site etc so so right now you know we're, we're kind of working on defining moments of clarity throughout that participant's journey up to the point where you vote, and then you're able to go down that rabbit hole of, of engaging and being inside of the machine, as Simon likes to put it. Um, so it's very interesting times. We, we you know, we we're honestly really, really looking forward to shipping shipping the 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 app side and the DAO portal side of all of this because you know, proof is in the pudding, right? Um, but yeah, I think I. Honestly, think this is probably one of the most exciting times for for Botto's ecosystem. Um, yeah, and and I think something that we touched upon in previous town halls was in terms of like enjoyment or seeking your own personal kind of value or interest from within Botto or or its ecosystem, right? Whether you're a governor or you're a voter or collector, right? They all demand different experiences, which is something that we're also looking to 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 improve in, as far as user personas go so yeah i mean i don't want to i don't want to eat up everyone's time here I, and i also don't want to don't want to say too much or shoot myself in the foot in case we 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 don't <laughs> we end up not doing something um but i i really i i really am looking forward to the next four to six months of, of what bottle will look like um yeah, I think just, I mean, just to comment since I, you probably won't mention this, but like you guys have been doing a lot of great work that oriented towards kind of fast iterations and, and building such that we can build, iterate quickly, um, you know, really building a, a, a stronger foundation for the evolution of auto. And, and um, you know, I think doing that with a tight feedback loop community, you know, the, the UX survey was valuable and, and continuing that kind of work. Um, you know, and there's 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 kind of a more long term view of, of 
of how these things continue to be decentralized, but kind of just orienting towards that quick iteration is, is a, a really huge thing that I'm able to see internally that I think is going to be evident externally uh, in short order. So, well, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Agu, who's our new front end developer, like, Probably the front, but, but like you know, no, no disrespect to Mike. Mike was a fantastic front end developer as well. But Agu, Agu has a lot of experience in the cultural sector, and and working with him, I think it's been a couple of weeks now. Like the guy's insane. So just just want to head not to the doubt that that Agu as a front end is 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 an amazing value add to to Bodo as an artist. And, and like yeah, things look good. Things look great. Um, yeah. Um, not too sure where else you want to take the conversation, Simon. Um, I mean, if, if folks have questions, um, and uh, also I got a I got a message. Am I am I choppy? Am I cutting in and out? Or you were for a second, but you're right now. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I I think. Uh, you know, we we could just kind of pull back a little bit again and kind of looking at the team and and you know there, as we can see, there's there's a lot to be done here. Um, and you know, a lot of this stuff is is directional in terms of the the team structure and the strategy and and you know, holding ourselves accountable through what we put up on the roadmap uh, and and delivering on that. Um, and again, having that kind of tight feedback loop. And really seeing how we can do this, continuing with kind of really clear consent from 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 the DAO, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I think when you look at the work to be done, it, it it's it, it's clear that there's um, it, it takes you know even more people than than we even have. Uh, so trying to balance out those costs and um, and do this in a lean way. Uh, so you know, we talked a little bit about decentralization towards the beginning of this, but um, that that really is kind of this ongoing process. And of course, the really important thing of like the the uh, the treasury management having a dedicated group to to working on that. So um, yeah, you say um, yeah. Just as a just as a very quick aside, I actually don't think we mentioned this in in, in this town hall. Um, in terms of accessing all, all, all these things that that Simon and I are referring to. Um, you can go to forum.bottle.com and just hop into BIP43. That's the title. I think the title is uh, Structure and, and Budget or something along those lines. Very, very dry. But um, there's a list of links at the bottom of that proposal. If you can't find it, just hop into Discord, You know, tag me or tag Simon. Ask for, the, for those set of links. Um, it's all there. You get to see the directional roadmap, which is uh, which Simon has made a, a lot of references to. Um, you get to see the old, what what the what the old team structure is versus the new setup of working groups. Um, and honestly, I think the directional roadmap is probably like it look it looks very daunting on screen because you really got to zoom in to like individual cards. But honestly, it's the fastest way to understand what we're trying to work towards and, and and what you know what the rationale is really behind the entire bip um yeah sorry i, I digress i think it was important yeah. to mention yeah and just for clarity that's the that's the one on figma the visual one um so yeah if, if you go to the 43a it links out to the rest of the stuff and um yeah, there, there's kind of quite a few assets. There's the forecasting. There's the road ahead post, which is uh, in the digest, which is kind of a more digestible version of this. So 
um, a lot of ways to come at it. Uh, but uh, also, you know, if there's any feedback on how to make this more digestible and easier kind of to, to consume, um, understand it's a lot for folks to, to sort through. So, um, and questions always help for us to know what, what to, what to focus in on. Um, I think, uh, I think kind of with the, we're about 20 to, to the hour. So it seems like a good time to, to bring in Caleb. I haven't seen any specific questions come up for Caleb, but, um, he's here. So might as well let him, let him talk a little bit. I'm always curious to, to hear what he has to say. And, and, um, it's, uh, I think I'll just preface by saying, you know, they've been, um, really amazing ever since the initial, um, uh, investment at the beginning of the, um, beginning of the year, um, really active with us have brought us into, uh, present to their LPs to, uh, talk to their community, uh, during NFT NYC, um, and a number, number of other venues and featured us in articles. So it's, it's, it's been really, uh, we've been really appreciative to, to, to be featured in, in such a prominent way by variant. So, um, yeah, Caleb, welcome. Uh, can you hear him? I can't hear him. Uh, he's not flashing green. No, Caleb. Hey, can you hear me now? Hook up your... There yeah, we go. Hey, hey, Caleb. How you doing? Uh, no. We heard Check you. Bert. Is this better? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, okay, I just got to hold down my space bar for some reason. I don't understand that. Weird. Okay. Well, hey, nice to meet everybody. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a ton to say and glad to ask questions or I can tell kind of the story of how we found Bato, if that's interesting to people. Um, oh, yeah. Tell the story. OK, so I Jesse is a general partner at Variant. Um, and he was like, hey, Caleb, I live in Oklahoma. Not many crypto people live in Oklahoma. Um, and he was like, hey, I have a friend who runs a fund in Oklahoma. He's sort of into crypto. You should go meet with him uh, and have lunch with him. So I did. And about the only like crypto topic we really talked about was Botto. Uh, and he was just like, man, this is a really cool thing. And this was like back in December, like the bottom of Botto. Uh, he's like, you know, he was just explaining it to me. And like, I'll be honest, like I didn't have like a great conception of Bado when I walked away from that conversation, but it sparked my interest enough to like come and check out the website and see what's going on. I, I bought enough Bado to stake uh, and bought an access pass and I think a pipe because pipes were still mintable back at that point in time. And I was just like, wow, this is really cool. And I, and I spent like probably a week just voting, trying to understand the system, reading the docs. Uh, and I was like, man, this is like, first off, a low, you know, just like a small project, which is we're always, you know, a variant trying to get in at the earliest stages of things and, and be kind of on the bleeding edge of things. I was like, this is like an early project and, uh, you know, it's making money first off. And there seems, and like what struck me the most, honestly, is uh, Mario, like the way Mario is active in the Discord and almost like I say this in our announcement post, but this sacredness that has come and evolved around Bato the artist. And I think like that is the key to making like really good communities online is you have to have something that's above the financial, so to speak. Uh, and I think 
Mario and then later Simon and Chibi and everybody like it's it's a group effort right have made that part of the DAO sacred and uh and I just think like that is the key to building that big community and so there's all these exciting things uh and I was doing it I was voting with my son at the time and he really liked it we built that on cyber gallery it just kind of all came together and we're really excited uh, and then we just continued to like be interested in Bato. Uh, we wanted to make another investment. Um, I personally, from people that I know, it's just like easier from a KYC and AML perspective. Um, and so we approached the DAO after you, we heard that you guys were wanting to potentially raise, and everything worked out. So glad to answer any questions. So. Uh, also, just if anybody has, has not seen the announcement you guys did back in February, um, they made a, Caleb and his son made a whole on cyber gallery talking about kind of their thesis and, and uh, you know, uh, presenting Botto. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen a, uh, an announcement from a, from a VC like that since or before. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you, you know, thought it would be good to have Caleb around to answer some questions if anybody has I any. Mean, but should, should we go ahead? Yeah. So, so about that on Cyber Gallery, maybe maybe a bit of a funny story and to paint a better picture. Um, I got a random message from Caleb, and I just saw Caleb S on the screen. I'm like, who, who who is this guy? I, I think I've seen him once or twice on the on the members list. And he's like, hey, you know, uh, just just want to pass this pass this through you. Like, don't want to share it, but we're going to go live with, like, any moment now. Maybe you could just double check and, and read it. And, like, I, I hopped into an OnCyber link, and I just started reading all, all, the, all the text, and all the context, and all the narrative that's actually conveyed in that OnCyber gallery. And I'm pretty sure I made zero edits or, or zero suggestions. I was like, no, nah, this, this guy gets it, and his kid gets it. Like, it was, it was so cool. I mean... Um, it, it was it was fantastic, and, and you don't find that too often. Maybe maybe we need to be clearer in 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 helping Bodo convey its narrative and message, Simon. But um, for somebody to kind of get a hole in one so quickly um, was 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 really really not only surprising but incredibly encouraging. So for me, you know, that was the that was the big head nod. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, but I digress. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Go ahead. You can still access secret rooms in those galleries if you can find them. Oh, I, you mean un unaccessed, like things yeah, that have yet to be discovered? There's a pipe room that has, uh, like, there's a whole competition at at the time. I, I think um, even some people in here uh, was everything claimed. Yeah, everything was claimed. Okay, okay. all right. But, I, re I remember seeing Parade in there. Yeah, I see him in the audience. Yeah, and I also remember falling through like fifty walls for like thirty minutes trying to trying to trying to find the secret rooms. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. I had way too much fun with that, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, just just to kind of get a little bit more into like the value uh, of variant, because obviously you know we were we were looking for aligned partners, and you know that was that was an early signal we had of. Um, they get what this is. They know what they're getting into. Um, you know, it, it is, it is, uh, 
it, you know, there's a, there's a lot of types of, of VCs, a lot of types of, you know, big potential buyers uh, via OTC. Um, and, you know, starting with some people who get it um, is super important. And I think the other part is, is working with, with folks who are, um, who've been in the space for a while. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably botch some of the history here, but like um, Jesse Walden, who is, uh, he's like the founding uh, general. Did he, he founded it with Lee, right? Well, Lee came on a little bit later, but yeah. Okay. So like Jesse did an art block, was one of the first people in art blocks, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like started crypto startup school at A16Z, like really built out, um, I think the help build out the crypto fund at, at uh, Andreessen Horowitz. Um, you know, they had this really strong thesis around um, the creator economy and, and, and you know, this kind of fundamental principle of what Bado is doing, which is sort of sharing in the value that the community helps create um, from a pretty different angle. I don't think they had Bado in mind when they were talking about that thesis, but um, really, really clear alignment. And so this understanding of of um, of how Bado fits within this larger uh, potential in 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 crypto and, and cr uh, the creator economy. Um, and, and I think the value of that as like just an ecosystem um, example um i mean i i don't want to speak too much about your guys's thesis in particular because that's that's not necessarily my place everybody has their own uh but it was clear you guys understood in a lot of ways what we're trying to do so that was a starting point the other part is that that experience and that history and and um i think one thing there's uh i mean can i talk about uh jake i think so yeah that makes sense. I mean, yeah <laughs> it, it 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 like it that that's like a like it's known that you guys have him coming in, right? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Jake Travinsky is joining them as their chief legal officer, um, and he's uh, I I get I forget his title like the blockchain association, but it's like the largest. The blockchain association is like the largest um, industry industry lobby group for blockchain in, in the U.S. Um, and uh, you know, so guy in D.C. who's really um, pushing uh, for um, for like actual like reasonable and um, functional regulation in the U.S. and um, it was very interesting to talk with him about his view on on um, on uh, on a path forward in the U.S. and uh, incredibly optimistic um, and you know and, and I think I, just to preface like Varian is just one member of the DAO right there they have one view they bring a lot of experience and, and and I think value in that experience, but they are just one member, right? They're not they're not here to tell us what to do. Um, but I think that adds a lot of value as a vested uh, interested member. Um, and that that went like and it and it comes in these in, with these individuals. And and Jake was one of those people that I was just really amazed to meet and I think is is a really fascinating guy to talk to to talk about kind of navigating um, that that legal space. Um, and some of these things affect Bottom and some of them don't, um, but just that kind of that bench of experience to 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 tap into, um, not just you know uh, being a signal for the market about Bottom's uh, legitimacy and credibility, um, and we hope to bring in more partners who can continue to signal to that. But um, I think there's there's a lot that comes comes with that um, in addition to that experience that they bring. Yeah, I would say, uh, Simon, I wanted to echo one thing you were saying earlier is about like, you know, discussing and talking about art and how important that is. And I, I think that's like really where 
I'd like to see like or where I think variant can help and and hopefully can drive that discussion. Like I just like I think like all the DAO decisions and all that stuff is important uh, and stuff like that. But I think the more we can focus on like talking about the actual you know styles, methods, tele theological like direction of Bado is just like way more interesting. Uh, and so like I, I hope that like as delegation of VP comes out and some of these like features do that we can really help support. Yeah, I think that's actually probably one of the most exciting parts about um, about the, the way the deal set up is you guys have uh, 3.75 million uh, tokens. And so that's that's a lot of voting points. And, and so the deal is for the first year, you guys won't be using that um, or, or or getting revenue from that. Um, and you can delegate it to different groups, uh, looking at like academic groups, art schools, um, people that will be really interested and engaged and, and to, to engage with this and continue to bring um, kind of more more experience and knowledge and, and really expanding the collective intelligence of the DAO through that. Um, and yeah, like on that on that note of what you talked about, kind of talking about the different features of Bado's work. This was um, this came up in a conversation with. Uh, um, the curator at uh, M Plus Gallery in Hong Kong. People might know them for some really big acquisitions of digital art, including a bunch of peoples and um, really fantastic gallery in Hong Kong. Um, and and you know this conversation about um, how to uh, oh god now I'm blanking on the word the uh, uh, to be custodians and to preserve work. Um, and there's a lot of this kind of archiving and documentation of, of like the materials of the process. Um, and, and that can be a really significant way to add meaning to bottom. There's, there's some straightforward stuff of like taking a piece and saying, what was, what was the design of the economy? What was the design of the art engine? What models were being used? Who, who participated? And those kind of basic stats that, um, and this is like, I think this is a big question for digital art in general. You know, how do you document it? How do you, preserve it um, and, and, and document that provenance of how it was made. Um, and so I think a lot of these kind of uh, parameters you can document easily. Um, but then also within Botto, um, and again, this, this is kind of, I think, a larger question for, for AI art, but very particular to Botto is like within the works itself, identifying themes, identifying these kind of artifacts in the final image that are machine made. And, and there isn't really a language or vocabulary for that. So it's sort of this, um, anthropology of, of, of these machines uh, and, and, um, and the outputs and how did those outputs come about. So there's, there's a lot of kind of depth of work to be done. Obviously, like those are, those are resource intensive things, but I think that finding kind of interested groups that, um, that are educational, that, that have kind of that, uh, there's the shared interest in doing that where um, we're, we're really adding to the provenance and kind of the, the, the cultural weight of of Bado, I think is going to be very very cool. And so these kinds of delegation systems are really valuable for um, for plugging in those interested groups. And and you know, variant being variant, they they have a lot of those really interesting connections with different institutions. Um, oh, seeing the chat. Oh, still no questions. Uh, yeah, again, if people people have, have questions, happy to answer. We're we're getting close to the end of the hour. Um but uh we can have another town hall, obviously, if people have questions. I think maybe just reflecting on on timeline. Um we posted it a week ago now. I think it was a week ago. No, well almost 
I was thinking, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we want to make sure we, we understand it's a lot to read and, and want to give folks a, a chance to, to digest, but, um, and, and obviously give feedback and, and, and want to continue having that conversation. So um, hope, hope to hear more. Um, if, if it seems like it's just, you know, relatively uh, uh, enjoyed and liked, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look to move forward with a vote maybe another week or so. Um, but yeah, please bring questions and, and, and can set up another one of these. Um, we are doing these every other week now. So just as a standard, we, we will have this, we'll be around. Um, had a bunch of new faces uh, that have showed up in the last couple of minutes. I think most people have popped in at one point, but um, yeah, anyways, went over the, uh, the, the big proposal on the team structure, budget and strategy, directional strategy moving forward. So um, take your time to, to digest it, read it, um, shoot us questions. Um, and um, yeah, is there any, any other kind of last thoughts or comments, Chuby or Caleb? Uh, I'll throw mine in. There's also a BIP up for the radar partnership. Uh, so if make sure that you guys are going in and voting on Snapshot when you guys have the chance. Uh, that's that's about it. Yeah, thanks, Carter. That's like I think really straightforward thing. Um, there's a there's going to be also just I know because I'm working on a, a bunch of proposals coming up from um, some um, some of them kind of more straightforward, narrow experiments. Some of them really big evolutions to Bato. So. Um, we'll be adding that'll kind of add some more detail to um, what the strategy is is directly pointing towards. So um, yeah, really really excited for for what's coming. Really happy to kind of have this out the door so that we can be um, uh, be be really getting into into the work on on Bato's future. So um, yeah, last uh, last last call for any any comments and or questions. But um, thanks everybody for being here. Uh, Caleb, thanks for coming out. Uh, Caleb's in the server, so you know if you guys have questions. Uh, sorry, Caleb, I'm, I'm gonna abuse, <laughs> abuse your presence, <laughs> but um, ping us or ping him, and and uh, we, we can definitely keep the conversation going. No, I have I have this on my calendar now, so I should be at most of them if I don't have another conflict. So. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks everybody for coming out. Cool. Thanks everyone. Cheers. Cheers.